Want to support the show and get free stuff while you do so? Go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bill, Bill Towner, electrician. Uh, Jesse McLaughlin. Nice to meet you, Jesse. A young lady called, said you needed some work done. This is quite a room you got here. Yeah, very, very nice. It's a weird fireplace, though. Yeah, uh, Bill? Ah, there it is. So, uh, this is the room you're having problems here with, Jess? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just as I had expected. Jess, you got a problem here. But, uh, hey, like with any problem, you know, you don't want to let it get the best of you. You know, I've been working on these houses for about 20 years now, and I've seen enough tragedy and disaster to make you want to upchuck in your shorts. You see, these old houses, they, uh, they just got minds of their own, you know, and you, you just got to teach them who's boss. You know, sort of give them a spanking. <laughs> Must be foreign made. Uh, it's touch and go from here, pal. Could go either way, Jess. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jess. I like to be alone with my work, so if you don't mind... Yeah. You got something to do? Yeah, sure. Go do it, buddy. Go do it. <laughs> nice kid. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> Nothing goes with scary movies quite like a giant, mysterious, haunted house. But what exactly makes a house haunted? Ghosts? Demons? Or what about a portal to another dimension within the house? You know, one that only gets opened up after you go out of your way to dig up the body of your great-great-grandpappy based solely on the hope that his coffin contains a valuable skull that you just saw in a magazine 10 minutes ago. Well, I'll give you a minute to figure out which of those we'll be talking about, as tonight, the Dells and I discuss 1987's House 2, The Second Story. And now... The Dolls of Horror. It's showtime. Hi guys, welcome back to the Dolls of Horror podcast, the spot to feed your tormented addiction. I'm Summer. And I'm Jamie. And tonight, we have back with us, producer Jesse as a guest. Hey! Hey! So, I'm pretty sure we talked about the movie we're going to be doing tonight. The last time we had Jesse on saying that he was going to be doing this movie with us because the character's name is Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> I do recall this, um, yes. <laughs> yes. And so, tonight we are going to be covering House 2, the second story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, we will. Oh, Jesse's expression is priceless, guys. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's really funny because, um, okay, so I just watched Scream 2 again last night, and they oh! talk about the sequel scene, right? And there's yeah. one, they, you know, I think they mentioned T2 being a stronger sequel, Aliens. And then he brings up House 2, and everyone's like, what? Come on. And he's like, House 2, the second story. Come on. And I was like, oh my God, we're literally like doing that this today. <laughs> it, it is so perfect. It is so perfect. And can yeah. I just also say, House 2, the second story, is mentioned in a lot of movies and such. But one of my favorites is my friend's movie, Caesar and Otto Summer Camp Massacre. They talk Ooh, about House 2, the second story. It is, a, it is so much fun. I love these boys. They also talked about it in The Godfather Part 2, apparently. So... It's been so long wow. since I've seen that. I don't recall. But Same. This is what it says. But yeah, now ever since I've seen Caesar and Otto's summer camp massacre, I always 
relate that to house too. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. So Jamie, when's the first time you've seen this movie? Okay, this is actually one where, like, I thought I had seen this, but I've only seen pieces of it. I do, I do, I did recognize pieces of it, like, moments from it. So Mm. I don't know if I just, like, never saw the whole thing, only saw clips from, like, a show talking about movies. I don't know. I don't know where I saw it. But, uh, so this was actually my first full time watch of this. Oh, exciting. Yeah. And Jesse, this was your first watch, yes? Yes, I was today years old when I first saw this movie, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is one that I thought I had seen a long, long, long time ago, and instead I saw it maybe 10 years ago. Okay. okay. You know, I, th- I think I always related House 4 to being House 2. I think I've talked about this in, in when we did House I think so, yeah. Right, because House 4 has William Cat in it, and then it just only made sense that that story continued on, whereas this has nothing to do with House 1. Nope. So I saw this one for the first time maybe 10 years ago or so, but I always thought that I had seen it sooner. Okay. Had you seen House 1 before you saw House 2? Definitely. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think I actually... I think I saw House 4 before I saw House 1. Oh, okay, wow. Well, think. So was um, House 4 the, your first foray into the house metaverse? <laughs> I think it might be. I really do. I I just have this, this like, memory of seeing House 4, and I have certain visuals related to it. And then I think I went back and I saw the first one because of the, the, the Cobb character, and I loved it. So, but... I always thought that part four was part two. Anyway. Right. Yeah. And then we have a part three also uh, dubbed the title The Horror Show. I've not seen three or four. Mm-mm. Three's, three's fun. Three is fun. It has a really good cast in it, of course. Right. Clark actually recommended it to me. He didn't know it was part of the house universe. He was just like, hey, I just saw this movie called The Horror Show. I think I think you might enjoy it. And again, not the best movie I've ever seen. Definitely not the worst. I had fun. There you go. Yeah, yeah. as long as it's fun. I was yeah. say, that's kind and, of the main point, right? <laughs> is, right. Is that you have fun. And then I went back mm-hmm. to Clark. I said, dude, did you know this is part of the house series? And he's like, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, right? How exciting is that? Anyhow. Yeah. Okay. So for those of you guys who have not seen House 2, the second story, here is the synopsis. Spoilers up the wazoo on this one. Yes, many spoilers ahead. The new owner of a sinister house gets involved with reanimated corpses searching for an ancient Aztec skull with magical powers. Just a typical, you know, (laughs) new homeowner's experience. Yeah, sounds pretty exciting. I'd be pretty upset if that didn't happen to me. I know. Yeah. Right? I, like, where's the power skull? I don't. I don't know. Crystal skull. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, the whole time I'm watching this and I'm looking at all the crystal skulls, I just keep thinking of my vodka. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> because I got the crystal head vodka. I have four of them in all different uh. skull variations, and so I just kept thinking of my vodka waiting for me at home. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Tasty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, this one is directed by Ethan Wiley, also written by Ethan, who wrote Children of the Corn, 
five, I think, as well as House okay. Part One and Part Two. Okay. Uh huh. Mm. And stars uh, Ari Gross, Lar Park Lincoln, Bill Maher, uh, Amy Yasbeck, Jonathan Stark, and Royal Dano as Gramps. So, with that, let's jump in with our favorite kill. Jess, Jess, don't worry. If you fall, you'll die real fast. Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know, there. this movie isn't like a kill kind of movie at all. There isn't. I was even trying to like watch where I'm like, do di any of these dinosaur things get killed? I'm going to rank down every single thing I can see. But yeah, there's not a lot of them. Right. So the only one that I could find is the one at the end where he's killing the, the corpse guy. And I forgot the guy's name. Slim. Name. Slim. Slim. He's killing Slim, man. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's a fun kill because he shoots him a lot of times. And you can see the degeneration of his skull as he's shooting him. It's pretty great. I, I do like the head explosion. Right. I was going to say, I, I, put, I put that for the same thing for my kill that um, – uh, and I put as my note as to why that it took uh, three shotgun shells to completely blow his head off. I'm like, he's been dead for like over a, a century. And it's like, that's a pretty weak-ass shotgun if it's taking that many shots to destroy his whole head. He should be dust by now. Exactly. <laughs> that's some quality corpse. Yeah, the last. <laughs> Built to last. They make they, they don't make them like that anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, did either of you had anything else to add on this? Because that's the only I mean, thing I had. Yeah, the only other things. I mean, I did note Gramps. You know, I mean, he dies, but it's very yeah. peaceful. He doesn't really. It's not really a kill. Right. I mean, per se. So uh, there's that, and then there's like the kind of like the characters at the very beginning who slim like. Kills, yeah. but it's it's at the very beginning so right i i also wanted to point out that i thought it was kind of a weird choice to make gramps like deathbed scene so like sentimental i mean like it was it was fine and all like like it was like he was a cute character and all but he's 170 years old or however old he is like like this isn't exactly like tragic i mean he's a he's a <laughs> zombie I mean, I'm just saying. So anyway. No, zombie, zombie grandpa, it was too soon. Exactly. You had so much life to live. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to like, I don't want to like, I don't want to like step on the emotional like tone of the movie. It just seemed very out of place. It's like, bye, great grandpa. I'm glad I got to know you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Or great, great, however many. Yeah, it was two yeah. greats, I believe. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, that's the thing about this one is it's not a horror movie at all. It, I was telling Jesse, this is very much like a family-friendly adventure story. It is. There's even moments that remind me of, like, family adventure movies. Like, there was even some Indiana Jones vibes going on, like, especially Temple of Doom. Like, yes. Um, yes. when they when they see the sacrifice happening, yes. I'm like, that's like Temple of Doom. I used to watch that, like, nonstop as a kid. Like, <laughs> And it's weird. It's weird you say that because, like, I agree with you. But what's also interesting about that being true is that the movie tries to be a horror movie in certain parts of it. Like... They have like the like the they have a few jump scares um, and the, but and they're like false alarms like in the same tropes in in, in the uh, like the one with the uh, 
with like the first night that they're at the house and um, just hears a weird noise and then it turns out like it was just the ironing board in the cabinet hits him in the head. Um, mm. Like, like that was clearly like they were trying to like get you into a position like, ah, oh, we're going to scare you and it's up false alarm. So it, it it's, it, 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 try, it tries to be a horror movie in some aspects, but then it's like, yeah, you know, let's just make it silly. And so it's, it's weird how it like took some of those um, very, recognizable like scare tropes but then kind of threw away that whole idea like halfway through the movie they're like never mind <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like when they first um when they first exhumed the, like gramps's uh body like like he has the uh you know the reach for his throat jump scare you know and it's like it's that that like that was a legit like oh that's kind of scary and then before and then there's like the fake out like comedy reveal that it's all funny, but that like from that point on, it stopped trying to be scary like at all. So maybe, so maybe it's like, like Tucker and Dale style where they like do the beginning of the movie with like it's it's setting you up like oh it's gonna be a scary movie and then it's like nah not 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 really it's it's not really gonna be that scary. <laughs> so the, the difference is this is very very family friendly. Um, yeah, it's so tame. No no gore at all. Of course, there's no killing. And I mean, this 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 movie feels like it is aimed towards children, like Gremlins. Mm-hmm. You know, even totally. Gremlins is more violent than this. I just rewatched Gremlins like two days ago, and it is yeah more violent. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, the Gremlins by comparison, there's some like yeah, and people consider yeah. that you know a semi children's movie. So this one is super tame, whereas Tucker and Dale is like. It's goofy and gory. Yeah, it's got gore. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a lot of gore that going is on true. in that. So that is definitely not geared towards children. <laughs> no. Ooh, but imagine if they did throw a lot of gore in the house to like what it would look like. I wish. Right? I there wish. Was, like, some, threw in some kills, added some disposable characters perhaps. <laughs> Had that dog a pillar uh, like, you know, grow giant and evil. <laughs> I, that'd be great or what about the the dinosaurs they, yeah. they, they could eat some people <laughs> totally <laughs> okay fashion moment so many looks <laughs> yeah looks <sighs> jesse what you got well what i wrote for the fashion i simply put the dude at the impromptu Halloween party that was just dressed up like a witch with skull face paint, rhinestones all over the hat and costume, and a gold watch. The dude that was clearly dressed as someone planning on only being in a single shot for about eight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I just nice. loved it because of, cause when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, cool, Halloween witch, and like didn't think anything of it. But then he turned and was like, oh, there's a guy. I'm like, whatever, fine dude wearing a witch hat. But like... He was making an effort, like it was like he just like like got locked in a like a Halloween costume closet. And, like I'm just gonna put all this shit on and just come out, and this is this is how I'm gonna look. By the way, don't mind the gold watch that I'm wearing; it totally does not have anything to do with this outfit. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jamie? Um, so this one wasn't as like fashion heavy as some of my movies are. Usually, I have a really big list. This one I kind of had to do some searching. Um. 
Okay, so I do have one look from the Halloween party, and I don't know why. Um, I just really like the Frankenstein's monster that's in there. It's just yeah. like a good mask, and I don't even remember what the rest of the costume was, but it was just a good mask. Yeah. Um, okay, and then our – I'm trying to remember what the girlfriend's name is. Is it Kate? Yeah. Kate has a really beautiful pink robe of horror. Very lovely example. It's like – pink like barbie pink and like really really like satiny and it's like perfect when i think of a pink robe of horror that's like exactly what i think of yeah she also had some um pink laced up booties at one point like yeah boots. and like i would wear those like every chance that i got they were so fucking cute so just like the pink stuff and then frankenstein mask all the pink stuff with frankenstein yep <laughs> wear them all together as an ensemble piece <laughs> Uh, for me, um, I had a few, a few options. So, uh, first time I did my notes, um, it was months ago. I started when I started this. Uh, I, I just wrote down, uh, I like Charlie's banana top. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. I still do. I still do. That was thing. actually really, oh. I, I thought out of all the, cause you see a lot of banana costumes at costume parties and, for a banana costume, that was really realistic looking. I was like, good touch on the details. Like, because usually no, no, they look not, pretty. Not the costume. The oh. top. His the shirt. The shirt. Yeah. Oh, the. <laughs> and it's yes. like covered in banana. Like, it's like a banana print. It's yeah. So yes. Okay. I... Costume also good, though. Also good. Yes. Yes. yes the banana Uncle top bananas. as well. Mm. Lots of bananas going on in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Got a rigor old banana party. I don't know. Is right. That a thing? So. That was the first thing I noticed was I really liked it. I'd probably wear it and wear it proudly. Okay. I I also have a banana. I would wear it. Right. I know you do. Um, Right. (laughs) I totally forgot about your banana tattoo. Yeah. Um, I also really loved um, Kate. Uh, Is that Laura Park Lincoln's character's name? Yes. Mm -hmm. Kate. I loved her. She's wearing a pink cowl neck sweater at some point, but it's very 80s and has shoulder pads. I mean. So I like that an awful lot. Um, I loved, uh, oh, what, what's her character name? What's Amy Yazbek's character name? Guys, you know me, Lana. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lana's underwear and tank top look. <laughs> I love that look too. It was super cute. And then she, she dances has the body in it. for it. I know, dances of horror for you, Jamie. Um, yes, killer oh body underneath that. So I really liked that. But you know what? My winner, winner, I have a winner, goes to great-grandpa Jesse's burial mask. It is really good. <laughs> I love so that. Yeah. yeah, that was he takes pretty it cool. off. I love it when he takes it off. It's so fun. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, he's ripping off his face. Ah. Yeah, I will say. It's a cool mask. I will say that was a legitimate moment where you weren't sure, like, like the movie could be like, like, is it gonna be a scary face? And it's like, no, it's just a withered old man face. I'm like, okay, that's good. Well, that's all I have for fashion, though. I know I had a lot of options. So, moving right along to best hair. How's my hair? Hurricane proof. Hey, it's all about the hair. Jamie. <laughs> okay. Um, I know, right? Okay. okay. So, um, no. Okay, I have to explain it because, like, it's definitely Jesse. Um, I actually had to stop it and look at it multiple times. I actually had to get David to like look at it with me. And I'm like, I'm sorry, can you just take a look at this with me? And so I I stopped it on a side angle. I needed to see it from the side. Um, So it's really 
I would call it a mm, weird mullet almost. Um, it's got like curls to it, like wave. Now, when you look at it from the side, from the side, it has a very square silhouette, like a very cartoony kind of silhouette. It's it's very like flat and then whoop, like very square. Um, and then he's got like poof bangs. Um, they're kind of poofed. Um, but then Hot sometimes they... Yeah, but just in the bangs area. And then sometimes the bangs get kind of flat and then they're like less Hawkeye poof in the front and they just kind of get flat. Um, I mean, it's amazing. Like, shout out to it. I am not hating, but like, I really had to like sit down and like dissect it. Like kind of, I really had to like, Look at it from all angles. Sometimes the the silhouette of it would be like less square. I don't know. Um, but Jesse gets it for me because, I, yeah, I, I could not stop thinking about it. Yeah, it was like a. It was like there was like like an actual animal on his head because I did notice that his hair was very bizarrely like because because I I he, the, the, he wasn't my choice. But as far as the. Um, the struggle that you seem to have, Jamie, as far as trying to describe the hair, I had the same struggle because I'm like, that's a mullet. Well, it's not a mullet, but it, wait, 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 right? but, and I just kept doing that because I'm like, what the fuck is that hairstyle? Like, it looks, it looks half like he tried to style it and half like he has like bed head <laughs> and like half like wind effect like it's just everything it's all of the things of the it's, it's like all of the 80s hair put into a guy like here it I is know. so i literally had to be like hey come look at this what would you call this hairstyle it's a mullet right but it's not but it is but it's not That's yeah and what was is. david's answer to that <laughs> he said it's like a weird mullet okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but look at the silhouette. I'm like, it's like a cartoon silhouette, like, because, like, the shape that it takes is very, like, whoop, whoop. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Jesse? So mine was for the much more def- definitely mulleted um, Bill Maher <laughs> because, um, <laughs> like, look, I'm not going to get into detail, but suffice it to say, I don't have the strongest opinion about Bill Maher as a person. So the fact that he was on this uh, in this movie playing kind of like such a like a punchline, I Uh thought was great. And just seeing him like like just rocking this like horrible, like stereotypical 80s mullet. I'm like, like that is just that is how I want to see Bill Maher in an 80s movie like that that just it just like that was that was perfect so yes that was my choice awesome (laughs) oh well this movie is 80s hair galore we've already described two looks I'm gonna go with um okay I have three guys three and that was hard to pick because I had more but I have three finalists (laughs) all right so first I have great great grandpa Jesse it's kind of cute it's straight and you know i love some curls but it's straight looks good on him and yeah yeah. so i liked his hair i was kind of into it um secondly i i really like papa kane's hair when he ripped off his gorilla mask (laughs) yeah (laughs) again curly girl love his hair it was so it was so cute and he was adorable and it was great right and like those curls though that's what i wrote oh god yeah Uh, my winner goes to Lana in all moments, kind of like, you know, uh, Tina in Halloween 5, 
it was all Lana all the time for that hair. And it was so oh, good. Yeah. And I mean, she's always had the best hair always. So yeah. Yeah. Love her and love all the hair, but no Papa Kane, man. Mm. I know. <laughs> it's so nice that he pops up in this. You're like, Oh, right. It's nice <laughs> that he actually, you can see him in this because yeah. he did stunts for all of them. So they actually put him in this time. So it's great. All right. Prop we would like to own. I brought something out from my dream. Where did you get that? Oh, this was a struggle. I had so many things I want from this movie. I had a few. Let's let Jesse go. Jesse, what do you want from this movie? So my my answer is a, is a little bit snarky, but it is a legitimate request because... I would think nothing less of you. Yes. <laughs> um, so I put, I want the skull, quote, with the jewels in its eyes and the skull without jewels in its eyes so that my horrible eyesight can actually see where the supposed jewels were not in the other one because he's like, there's jewels in the eyes. Of th these are black and white photos. Like, how the hell can you see that there's <laughs> jewels in one? And the, the other, like, I'm looking at the picture. I rewound that thing, that scene like like five times because I'm like really looking at it. I like zoomed in and I'm like. I do not see any difference in either of these photos. And it was driving me crazy because I'm like, is there like a, is there something I'm missing? And so, but obviously when it comes out in real life, like you could see like, yeah, there's jewels, but you don't see another skull. So I want to know what the other skull looked like without the jewels. So I can just mm -hmm. see how badly mm -hmm. my eyes were. That's all. <laughs> I feel you. <ya. laughs> Jamie. Um, Okay, so I know for sure what I want above all things. I have a couple things on my list, but what I really want is Bippy, the dog a pillar. I think it's, I called it a dog a pillar because I didn't know what else to call it. I, I called it a catter pup. Oh, that's cute. I like I that. Love, I like that better, I think. I love um, that you both inverted. You had the opposite. Uh, that's great. That's just awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I so told Jesse. I told Jesse that I love the caterpup <laughs> earlier today. So. Oh, and I was calling it a dog a pillar. Um, its name is Bippy. I'm pretty sure it's like green and it barks and it's like super cute. And, it like, reminds weird. me of those glowworm toys we had as a kid. Okay. Right? Yes. It, it does. reminds what, me of glowworm. Is that what those were called? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they pulled them and, and, and it would play music until it shrank back like, down. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember yes. that. What I loved about the 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 dog, a pillar, cat or pup, whatever you want to call it, is <laughs> is the fact that like that movie, like in the movie, they made no attempts later on to be like, this is clearly a puppet. Like there was like there were some shots where it's clearly like like I'm like working with a puppet. There's no attempt to be like try to be subtle. Like like there's one time where Jesse and like the cat or pup like come from behind of the doorway and it's like him and the puppet like just just the perfect length as if he had like a puppet like oh what what is this and like the dog i'm like this is come on like try a little harder it was just so funny it was like same thing for that final scene in the end <laughs> yep <laughs> he's carrying him out <laughs> it's like here's my arm clearly going up the puppet's ass but no one's gonna say yep. anything so <laughs> and also the, the the final scene is what i really was referring to when in the coach Oh, you know, right. oh yeah, right. the stagecoach. Yes. He's yep. just sitting there, and it's right behind him, and it literally looks like how his arm is yes. kind of like he's holding the, the puppet. <laughs> and I loved oh, it. I loved it. Me too. Me too. Awesome. Um, okay, so Bippy, the the catter catter pup, um, or 
whatever would you want to call that beautiful creature i want that um i also uh kind of want just the black and white photo of gramps and the skull that we talked about a little bit there and the badass uh death mask that he was wearing that was really cool so it made it into my prop list and i would like it but really i want the cat or dog dog or pillar (laughs) we're just not going to agree on a name are we no, <laughs> there's so many great names. How can we pick one? Cat or pupper pillar? I don't know. Oh. We can call it. There you <laughs> go. That's cute. All right. So I also had the cat or pup. Okay. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't want it? I'm just saying. I know. Who would? Right. It would go perfectly with the collection of dolls I have. It would. Would. Um. I want. Uh, I said I want the skull bejeweled, please. Mm-hmm. That's why I loved. I love Jesse's answer because I had that. Um, I, I want the skull mantle. Oh yeah. That was cool. Also, um, I, at first I just said I wanted the book that they were looking at, but then I'm like, oh hell, I want all the research material, all of it. (laughs) Not just the book. I'm being greedy. I want it all. And then I said, and this was before it was my fashion moment. I wanted, you know, Jesse's death mask. But then I also said, who am I kidding? I want all of the masks. Mm-hmm. So I can't pick one. I'll take any of them and be happy. Doesn't have to be that one. Yeah. Yep. There we go. So there that's go. my list. <laughs> I thought about picking the baby pterodactyl for a moment, but then I was like, mm, it's a little too much. I think I'm good with the cat, the dogger pillar. The <laughs> You are absolutely right, Jamie, in saying that the baby pterodactyl was indeed a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'd even keep that thing. Like. <laughs> Enough, you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Epic line. Boy, the next word that comes out of your mouth better be some brilliant fucking Mark Twain shit, because it's definitely getting chiseled on your tombstone. Jamie. Okay. So I did have a little struggle finding lines in this one for some reason. Um, But I did did pick a couple. um, So I'll give my runner up first. And I do think, I think it's just because it's really cute. I thought Gramps in general was really cute. Like, shout out to the grandpas, um, you know, because mm-hmm. grandparents are cool. Um, <laughs> we've got to respect our zombie elders, I suppose. Oh, absolutely. Um, I wish my grandparents would come back as zombies. That's all I'm saying. I know, me too. We'd have a great time. Uh, I would um, love to have just a few more days. <laughs> I would too. I would yeah. too. I would steal a million crystal skulls for that. Even if they were um, zombies and falling apart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, okay. But it's when he's like first kind of like waking up from his little slumber and he says, God damn, you know, I've been waiting over 70 years for some jackass to get the sense to come dig me up. Thank you, boy. <laughs> it's me. I'm your great, great grandson. Huh? They named me after you. My name is Jesse, too. Huh? My great, great grandson. What year is it? 1986. October 30th, 1986. Well, <laughs> damn. You know, I've been waiting over 70 years for some jackass to get the sense to come dig me up. <laughs> Thank you, boy. 
Cute. I love that one. I love that the one. The thank too. you it's boy so at the end is like what really does it because he's yeah. like, I've been waiting for some jackass to do this for ages. Thanks, man. Which, um, so that's pretty cute. Yeah. It, uh, it, I was going to say it implies that he was like, he, he was literally just waiting, just, yeah. well, another day. It's been 69 years now <laughs> since then it was coming to dig me up. <laughs> Any day now. Right. Any, Any day, day now. now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my winner, though, um, it is because the lovely, what was her name, Lana, okay? Mm -hmm. She's a pop star, and I love it. And it's mm -hmm. when they're talking in the beginning, and they, they say something to the effects of, like, you know, oh, we don't believe in success. We want to be rich and real famous, but no success. <laughs> Subtle difference. Subtle difference. That's Pew Glitz and the Avoiders. Pew Glitz? Yeah, that's my stage name. This is you? Uh, yeah, I am the... Uh, her manager? Kate, <laughs> uh, okay, I don't feel compelled to tell you. We are weighing several offers from some big producers, but to drop names would be tacky. <laughs> but you don't have a contract yet. I mean, you haven't signed anything yet, have you? Oh, have no! You? We don't believe in success. Yeah, we, we want to make a lot of money and be real famous, but, but no success. No, there's a very subtle difference, you know? There's a very <laughs> subtle difference. <laughs> I made that into a meme a few years ago, by the way. Oh, cute. Oh, I, I just love that whole moment. It was really cute. I love her. Uh, we'll talk about her a little bit in acting, of course. But yeah, thought that was really cute and fun. Yep. Yep. Is that all you got? That's it. Wow. I had many a lines. Um, I had those two, of course. Okay. Right. And then I had one, two, three four more so but jesse gave me um a comment before we started and he's like i'm surprised that my line isn't one of your lines so i want jesse to go first because the suspense has been killing me ever since he said that wow okay well so i have gotta know gotta know <laughs> yeah well, it's a good thing we're on a podcast then. Um, but uh, my because um, it will tell me absolutely. So my th my top three are all Charlie lines. Um, who was, in my opinion, like the the biggest saving grace of this movie was was Charlie's. Char I I loved his character, um, mm -hmm. and all three of his lines like completely spoke to me as a person. Like at some at some point in my life. Um, so this speaks to my, um, teenage years as far as when he first, when he first enters the scene and I, because apparently it was Jesse's birthday and nobody made allusion to it until like they crashed the house, but, but, but we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, and he gives him a present and it's a framed, it's a framed magazine, um, article that he, that Jesse was on the cover of and he surprised him with that cover and this is the exchange. Oh, hey, you didn't have to do this. Sure I did. You're the only person I know who's ever been famous, huh? Hardly famous, Charlie. Nobody reads this magazine. Oh, well, you know, I, I mean, I have to admit, I don't look at the pictures. I only read it for the interviews. What? Yeah, you know. <laughs> hey. So yeah, I I I love that Dude. line because it's it's you know that that harkens back to a point in my life when that was absolutely a thing that um, young straight boys would say all the time when it came to Playboy. <laughs> whenever they would try to like, I hey, I just read the, just articles. the articles. I just read the articles. So yeah, um, and and the fact that that's be, like a completely dated expression now, it just I was like, ah oh, yeah, it's nostalgia. 
Um, this one harkens back to pretty much my entire childhood with all of my friends. Um, and like, like, look, our camaraderie, we, we were, we were like family, like me, me, me and, um, all my guy friends, but that, that family comes at a cost. Like if we're like brothers, that means we treat each other like brothers, which means mm-hmm. that even though we love each other to death, we, we aren't exactly like the most polite to each other. So, <laughs> so even if we're being encouraging, we still have to follow it up with an insult, even if it's just a mutter <laughs> to ourselves. And this is the thing that Charlie says when Charlie is climbing a hundred foot tall tree that happened to be in his bedroom with a for a reason that we'll talk to you later. <laughs> There's a forest in his bedroom. Keep going! What an idiot. So that's pretty much like, <laughs> that's all of my friends all the time. Like like you're doing great, man. What an idiot. Like all the time. That's that's just that just that that's that was such a just a just a arrow to my heart. I was like, oh yes, uh yes. And oh then those my, days. And yeah. and this line, my favorite, is literally been my motto for about I'll tell the story later, but um, this has been my motto for a very, very long time. When it comes to choosing, choosing comfort and and choosing comfort over over the goal of what we're trying to achieve. <sighs> Let's quit. I don't care if all the money in the world is down here. I just want some sleep. I'm really tired. That's that's basically how I treat life. <laughs> It, like when when I get to a thir- certain threshold of tiredness, literally nothing else on the planet matters except me getting to my bed. And there was a period of my life. I lived in Austria for just under a year. I studied abroad there, and um, we had a um, we had kif- we'd have kitchen parties because kitchens were on every floor, so they were common for mm-hmm. like so so a kitchen party is very common. And there'd be like I don't know like a, like six or seven of us, and we're just drinking, playing games or whatever, um, listening to music, and. At some point in the night, I would just go to bed. Uh, so w- one of my very good friends that I still talk to from that trip, um, she's like, I-, I would notice that you would be gone for like 10 minutes and then be like, oh, he must have just gone to bed because like I would never <laughs> say goodbye. It would just be go to bed. So that part really spoke to me because it's like, yep, when I get to a certain l- level of tired, like I don't care if all the money in the world is down there. I just want to sleep. I'm just really tired. So. <laughs> feel the same way about coffee. If I need coffee, <laughs> that is going to happen and that is all that's going to happen. That is the only thing that matters right now is getting you the caffeine that you need. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll just I'll smile and I say my caffeine levels are depleting really low. Looking all crazy <laughs> like something. You got the crazy eyes, you get his, but that's yep. a warning sign. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like I need coffee. <laughs> That's a very scary face you display, Jamie. Just FYI. Yeah. I've yeah. seen it mm-hmm. in person at the convention halfway through the day. I'm like, it, I need I, coffee. I saw, her, I saw her crash right before my very eyes. And then, of course, like five minutes. It was like, it goes like, Oof. I'm like, like, oh, wow. Oh, girl. I need coffee. Oh, girl. <laughs> Help. We need, we need caffeine of some sort in this woman right now. Help me. Somebody. Oh, God. Yeah, no, the addiction is real. My God. I mean, it is. And, and having, I, I got a Keurig not too terribly long ago in my life. And I have like the refillable pods. So you just oh, get like nice. a big supply of coffee mm-hmm. and like the pot. Right. I have so basically I have coffee on demand one cup at a time. Like it's just gonna cost me like thirty seconds to to make one. 
I drink coffee literally all day now because I can. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have yep. to make a whole pot. I could just make one cup. Oh, do I want to have one cup? I want a little boost me. Okay, I'll make another cup. It's it's 1030 exactly. at night, Jesse. Let's have another cup. doesn't matter. So Easy as that. Funny. All right. <laughs> oh, I have to. And I see, I see why you said I'm surprised you didn't pick that because I also love my bed very much. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, is it time to lay down yet? No matter where I am or what I'm doing, is it time to go to bed yet? <laughs> I was I, I was like, there is no way Summer didn't pick this line about like, I don't care if all the money in the world is down there. I'm very tired. <laughs> <laughs> Even, well, I am motivated by money, just so you know. I will stay up for money. But uh, clearly, because c- I work two jobs and stay up very late for money. Understood. But my goal in life every single day is just to go to bed. <laughs> It's a nice feeling. I usually dive like into my bed because I'm so happy. Like I'll see it and I get to the threshold of my bedroom from the kitchen and I'll like dive. Like I like jump into the bed and I just like lay there. I'm like, I was waiting for this. I'm sorry I left you. I missed you. (laughs) Exactly. All right, quick, raise your hand if you like to do like you get to the stand at the end of your bed and then just do the dead drop where you just like just 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 arms are stiff and just. Yep, all three hands went up. So just uh, so you know, I listeners. like to do it from behind. I, I I like to fall back. That is nice. I I did a at least I you know David says that it didn't look exactly like this, but I'm pretty sure he's wrong. I think I saw. I think I know what I did. Okay, and I did like a I did three spins in the air like while I was airborne. <laughs> I like kind of twisted myself and I did three spins like a diver. Yeah, before I landed in the bed. And I said, did you see that? Like three full spins. And he said, it wasn't three full spins. But I just don't think he saw it, right? So you did what, like a like a triple Lutz like in the air before you landed yeah. on the... I was midair. I, I spun three times <laughs> and landed into the bed. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. I mean, <laughs> I'm saying it's really impressive if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what it felt like because it takes olympians like years to pull that off so the fact you're just like i was gonna brat, like just on a whim i am impressed is all i'm saying i'm not saying you're wrong this, this is my new goal this is my new goal i'm gonna start practicing just the the spiral dive onto the bed and see how many yeah. times i can make it around before i hit though my bed is very tall now so this, this is going to be quite a challenge i'm really going to have to work on my jumping oh get a trampoline what, like, get your practice in. Summer, I have all the answers to your problems. I'm just saying, like, just That's get one cheating. of those little, get one of those rebounders. Just put it right on the foot of your bed, dude. You know how cool rewarding. that would be? You could just, yeah. you could just come into your room and just leap from the threshold right onto the rebounder, and then just like you barely Gymnast have to sit. Style. You can, right? It's like it's like the adult game of the floor is lava. Like, but just for for positive reasons, you're gonna go to bed. You know, I'm just saying. I'm, <laughs> It'll be like I run through the hall, hit the springboard, and dive exactly. into the Superman style. And then I'll turn ha- to a half circle. So I land mm-hmm. on my back exactly how I like to land in the bed and go, ah. There you go. <laughs> Ten. Tens. All the, all the judges give tens. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, this, this reminds me of that, um, that meme uh, that is something to the effect of... Um, Whoever said go big or go home <laughs> severely underestimates my desire to go home is literally my only goal. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yep, it is I. Okay, my lines. Um, uh, oh, God, four of them. 
Ooh, who do I pick? What do I pick? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Jamie had two of mine. So those were good, of course. Okay. So, Jesse, I am going to... My second runner-up is going to be where they're discussing where to put great-great-grandpa Jesse. Here. You can sleep on this. Is this the way you treat family? Uh, making him hide down in the basement like some slimy old lizard? Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I must be out of practice. I don't have any families. So. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Sorry, I must be out of practice. That's right. <laughs> okay, my first runner-up is uh, when they are discussing what they just saw in the bedroom. There's been a mistake. Apparently. Uh, you don't understand. I understand perfectly. No, Kate, listen to me. I, I have no idea what she was doing in there. Well, who did you think was in there? A mummy! Or maybe even a baby pterodactyl. <laughs> yep. Yep, because they were just in the bedroom and now they're in the pantry and uh, turns out there is a girl in the pantry. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my winner uh, is uh, Belmire. Uh, quote Mm -hmm. and that is when he shows up at the house wanting to know about lana uh john what are you doing here oh uh, well your beautiful lady informed me that she's found the madonna of the 80s i thought i'd better come by and check it out hey i thought madonna was the madonna of the 80s huh (laughs) (laughs) very good I almost, I actually almost chose that one myself. Um, Same. Awesome. Because I'm like, like that's, because like, yeah, like, because my brain actually like, I'm like, that's a, that's a dumb line, Bill Maher, because it's like, it mm-hmm. is the 80s. Like, you don't say of the 80s anyway. Right. So. <laughs> and Madonna's still relevant. You're right. And Madonna's still yes. relevant. And she was like, the 80s. Like, it's Madonna of the 80s that makes no sense to be said yep. for to even be said in in the 80s doesn't make oh just so much i just love that because that's what i thought it was the perfect comeback that was just great that was just great so and you know and fun- i just have to i just have to say that um my actual winner is jamie's line we want to make a lot of money and be real famous but no success that, that's my winner winner like bands down winner it's, it's so, so good. good. But the other ones are very close runner-ups, for sure. And, and and you and you do know some fun fact uh, on your second to last one um, about when he's talking about what he should be in the thing. You know, fun fact about uh, pterodactyls. It's a prehistoric bird! <laughs> so. <laughs> Aren't you glad that I, I gave you that line? <laughs> well, I, I was like, that's not going to be a line, but I'm still going to put it on the palette, and I'll just find a, mm. a moment to, to say, because it's just a funny thing. To, it's, it's a prehistoric bird. Like, just, it is. Yep. It with such emotion. <sighs> Good lines, guys. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it is time to talk about our actors and acting, but before we do that, we need to take an ad break. Oh, yeah. Now there's about 20 of them out there. What will we do? Don't worry, we're safe in here. They'll never get in. Why is it that in every zombie story, people always think that their safe haven is invulnerable? I know. It's like, hello, the walkers are totally going to get in. You better get ready for it. (laughs) Diane, get behind me. No, it's not stopping. Do something, Jack. 
And another thing, how come nobody in a zombie story has ever seen a zombie story? Do you know how much time in human life would be saved if just one person in the group was up on the genre? What do we do? Aim for, for the, the head. head. What? Aim, Aim for, for the, the head. head. You heard them. Aim for the head. Quick, Diane, I think we should try and fix the barricades. I think we should listen to them. Now that's the first good idea they've had all episode. I still don't think they're going to make it. Aim for the Head, a weekly podcast covering the hit AMC programs The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. Join hosts Diana and Steve as they recap and discuss the latest episodes. Aim for the Head, available on iTunes. You can also follow them on Facebook. Yeah. Me. Yep. <laughs> okay, and now for actors. I know every face in here. I got a respect for the unknown actor. All right, let's start off with Jesse Jr., Ari Gross. Love this guy. Seen this guy several times over the last 30 years. Um, what do you guys have to say about Ari? I loved him in this, and the weird thing is, I feel like I know him better than I fucking do. I really, he's been in a lot of things. Like, I've seen him in some one episode kind of, you know, things or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, honestly, I I don't know him as well as I thought I did. I remember he's in Minority Part uh, Report. He was in Diagnosis Murder. Other than that, like, I just recognized a few little things. But I thought yep. I knew him more. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, I I've, I don't I didn't recognize him in like I might have seen him in in something besides this, but I didn't recognize him like from seeing him. He he reminded me of um like in the in just in the face, like in the face only, but when I first saw him, he kind of had like a poor man's Eric Idle going from the 80s. But uh that's about that's about all I had for as far as recognizability um when I saw him. I didn't I uh, couldn't pin him to anything else. <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, so for me, of of course, I mean, obviously she said it, diagnosis murder um some fun he had like a four episode arc it was awesome and he played a bad guy and it was great and jamie if you haven't gotten to those yet i'm so excited for you yeah it was i believe this is how it was laid out it was a two-parter for the end of season five four or five and then a two-parter that opened season six so it was literally a four-part episode damn it was so good yeah yeah, and he was evil, and it was great. Spoiler alert. Nice. It was great. Um, he was in just one of the guys at 80s movie. Oh, okay. I do remember <laughs> yeah, that Jesse, movie. Jesse has this this light bulb go off on his head. Uh, <laughs> just Shoot Me, one of the sitcoms I love so much. Once and again, one of the dramas I loved so much. Another comedy, The Riches, that I talked about recently, because mm-hmm. I saw that it was on Hulu, and I was fucking thrilled. Um and then last but not least, I haven't seen this yet. I know Jesse has. I'm not sure if Jamie has. Apparently, he was in the new Dahmer series. Oh, I haven't finished that yet. I've only seen, like, um, a couple episodes so far. I haven't seen Yeah, zero, I, so I noticed I know. that. So I'd have to, like, I don't know where he pops in. But, Do you know who, yeah. what he was, um, who he was credited as? Hmm. Gerald Boyle. Oh, okay. If you're just giving a name. Like, if, if they only have him by a name, then I, I'm not sure. But, yeah. um. Okay, that's... And it won't give me, like, the episode, hmm. like, the specific... Oh, here it is. Uh, episode 8. Oh, so toward the end. All right. Um, so. Yeah, I, I, I'd, have to, I'd, have to see, I'd have to see him and be like, oh, okay. But, yeah, that, yeah. that doesn't... So, 
I haven't seen any of it, so I didn't know. But I'm like, oh, that's recent. And it's like a, a big deal right now. Everyone's mm -hmm. loving it. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. Very happy yeah. for him on that. Um, next, we have Jonathan Stark playing Charlie. Our Charlie. I love this guy. Mm -hmm. Love this guy. He was a groundling, you know. I did not know that. Yep. You, you know about the groundlings, Jamie? I don't know what oh, that is. It's an improv troupe in L.A. Big deal. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so he was one of those. So that explains why he was so darn funny. Um, what do you guys recognize him from? I recognize him from actually, because I was um, picking my brain the whole time I was watching the movie because cause he's, he's, he's that, he's like one of the 80s um, character actors that's in like a million movies. He doesn't really ever have the lead in anything. He's always a good supporting actor. And I remember him in uh, Project X with uh, Matthew Broderick, which was um, a really good movie. It had uh, Helen Hunt in it, too. And it was a movie about um, um, it was like a um, like a not a biopic, but it was supposed to be like an actual commentary on like the U.S. involvement in um, trying to arm them to get themselves prepared for nuclear war using um, hmm? chimpanzees. He didn't have like a big role but i remember him like and i i think he's been like in another movie that involved like the military where he was like the main characters like like leaning po he always tends to play like a good like buddy to the main um character he's he's like he's he tends to be like a good support role for for um like the main guy and a few things that i've seen him in but i'm racking my brain for some of the other stuff that i've seen him in uh bright night was one Oh That's yes, yes. I'm like, I'm like Jesse. How I know you love that movie. How can you forget that, Jesse? Oh my <laughs> God, you're right. It, well, dude, it's been a hot minute since I thought you're about Fright welcome. Night. Thank you. Yes, we got to do Fright Night. Like, we totally have to do Fright Night um, one of these days because I love, I love that movie, and I will absolutely talk about that one one of these days. But yeah, that's a great movie, um, to say the least. Uh, Jamie. Fight Night is what I really kind of know him from, yeah. but um, you know, he also did some writing for some pretty big shows. I mean, he wrote he wrote an episode of The Nanny, and I fucking love The Nanny. So there's that. I love me some Fran, and he wrote. It looks like he probably wrote the majority of that show, according to Jim. I never watched it really, but I remember it. And it, he actually he wrote, created like, it too. Yeah, I was gonna say it looks like he did all of it. So mm -hmm. that was like his his baby. That's his baby. I watched it. It was funny. My grandma watched. It. Hey, again, shout out to the grand. Grandmas, right? Shout out to the grandmas. Yes. Always. So, yeah. I watched it at her house a lot. Also, Drew Carey show. And he wrote for mm -hmm. Cheers. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Oh, nice. Also, uh, on the acting side, the the other thing I really remember him from is an episode of Tales from the Crypt about Siamese twins. I don't think I've seen that one. It's super creepy and great. <laughs> it's nice. So good. It's, it's really, it's really, it's funny. It's a comedy episode. I mean, of course, but it's really kind of like, the Siamese twins as um as a thought is also kind of like oh how do you get apart mm -hmm. from that you know so you know it was really great um okay <sighs> royal dano gramps man hey fun fact about royal so he was uninsurable on this because he had just had heart surgery <laughs> wow and they went okay. with him anyway and Aww. i'm so glad they did <laughs> yeah yeah. We talked about him when we did Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Right? Sure did. He is in the dark half. He was in Ghoulies too. Um, but my personal favorite was 
uh, I talked about this. He was the voice of Abe Lincoln in the Disneyland show about Abe Lincoln. <laughs> nice. <laughs> After we talked about that on Killer Clowns, I went down this rabbit hole of watching old videos of that show and all the glitches it had. Like once his like head fell off. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and once he just kept like glitching and repeating the same two words over and over again like a record. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and because it's a full animatronic, the whole body was glitching. <laughs> that's great that's so awesome <laughs> they're all on youtube i encourage anyone to check it out it is amazing but he was the voice on that for many 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 years nice yep. yeah um anything for you guys to add on royal i thought for a second that he was that he played the um the cow the old cowboy in the frighteners but it's not the same actor but, I was going to say, I was going to say, do you think the Frighteners stole this character? I, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's almost exactly the same because I'm like, because I, I was, as you were talking about yeah. him, I'm like, is he the same guy? I'm like, nope, not the same guy. So, yeah. No, so to answer your question, yes, I think so specifically, yes, because he yes. talks like him, too. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. The, his cadence, everything yeah. about the character, the look even. I'm like, they totally ripped this off. <laughs> That's yeah. That's that is a really funny discovery. Like in retrospect, because the Frighteners is yep. another movie that I love to death. So yeah, um, I love the Frighteners. Well. Yeah, it's so cute. That's going to be your birthday movie, right, Jesse? Mm -hmm. Is that the one you picked? It yep. is. That's your no. birthday movie. Got a few. Got a few months to go, but uh, yeah, keep your ears out. We'll we will be doing the Frighteners for my next birthday in February. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else, guys? On Royal. I think we talked about everything I had. He was also in Messiah of Evil, which was pretty fun. If you guys haven't seen that, I have, like not. 70s, I have not. 70s seventies horror. Oh, is it horror? So, awesome. Yeah. So that cool. one's really fun. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. Bomar plays John. I mean, aside from what politically incorrect, um, his acting roles. I remember uh, Murder She Wrote. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And Married with Children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he popped up in a lot of episodes of stuff. <laughs> he did. Unfortunately, though, like those ones, he was playing a character. And then when he got famous, like famous, famous, he was always playing himself. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he's like playing a character of himself. And it's not that it's not as fun when you're playing like a parody of yourself as an actor. You know? mm -hmm. Well, you can I mean, it just depends on because some people can be really like funny being their own character. Because like, like Bruce Campbell, for example, like he's like a caricature. <laughs> he's just a walking caricature. Like yeah. and Christopher Walken and William Shatner. Like these are people who will never like at this point in their careers will never be anything other than themselves like in any movie because they're just too big to like be mm -hmm. like a, a, a nondescript role otherwise. So yeah. It just depends on the actor, I think. Yeah. Anything for you, Jamie? Uh, no, you know, just um, I, I like I said, I've seen him pop up in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Just know who he is as a human, like who he is. Yeah. Yep. Alrighty. John Ratzenberger played Bill. Um, I mean, I mean, of course, Cheers, right? Mm -hmm. Along with like two hundred other things, but my favorite, of course, being the horror nerd is Motel Hell. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Anything, Jesse, for him? I mean, aside from me loving the fact that he's in, like, all the Pixar movies and stuff like that. I like, know. Um, I mean, he's 
he's also like kind of kind of funny. Like he's also somebody who kind of like always plays like the same kind of person. Like he's just like just the happy go lucky, just like hey, I'm just living my life. What what do you want? You want to be a part of this? Hey, that's just just like it's 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 that same dude. Like he's got the no matter what like quote unquote profession he's playing. Um, like he's exact. He's basically Cliff from Cheers in this movie, just not a mailman. He's an electrician. Like, but he's the exact same character. <laughs> like it's the he's same. He's the picky person. bank in Toy Story. Yeah. Him. So, yeah. So, so it's, it's great that he's basically like got that same, same thing. It's, it's yeah. I yeah. don't have to say anymore. It's true. <laughs> it's true, man. Yep. Also, don't let John Ratzenberger wire your house is all I'm saying. So <laughs> you'll do a horrible job. <laughs> oh, man. Um, can we just give some love real quick to Papa Kane and his gorilla costume? <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I love him as the gorilla. I yeah. did. And I had forgotten that he was a gorilla in a costume because when I read that credit, couple of years ago i assumed he was playing a gorilla like as a stuntman Mm -hmm. like in the dinosaur land yeah right (laughs) yeah i figured that was going to be that kind of situation and then paying really close attention and not doing a million things while watching this movie like he's in a costume (laughs) so good so good oh papa kane okay um laura park lincoln playing kate a lovely leading lady here um I wanted to show you guys this. So this was the first autograph I got from her. She knew who I was because we're like Facebook friends. We've chatted, right? But she didn't know about the podcast or anything. And I had this 90210 collage made. Aww. And so she cute. wrote, to Summer, you're a doll. Aww, and I'm like, cute. do you? I, I went to her later. I said, do you even know? <laughs> do you have any idea how fitting this is right now? In Indy, I had her do a house to photo. For me. Oh, cool. So it has all the great cast in it. Um, just as a pose. It's not a, you know, a still from the movie. And I loved it because it's just them being them posing for a photo. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. We're missing grandpa, which is unfortunate. Mm. But yeah, so there's this one and I love it. And she seemed surprised I was getting a house to photo. I'm like, yes, of course. Aww. <laughs> cute i know anyway i just had to share that real quick especially this house photo because i love it because it's just the actors hanging out and it's great okay um jamie what do you like lar in i really only know her from friday you know Mm and that that's that's pretty much it but i loved her in that and i liked her in this Mm -hmm. jesse anything for you i know you're not like as much of a horror nerd as we are right (laughs) yeah i don't like I don't unfortunately um, have a lot of comments on her. Besides, like I liked her role in in this. She, I don't think that she had enough screen time. Um, Agreed. Because Agreed. definitely, I think that she like could have like been a big like plot point for the movie. Like like hey like we're, we're we're traveling interdimensionally with this house. Um, I'm over here. Yo, like like just. Give her in a movie more because I felt bad that she was like got so limited because a little bit that she was in, I thought she was really good. So, yeah, Yeah. no, she's fantastic. She was also in a really great, creepy episode of Freddy's Nightmares and she had some really awful, um, awful and beautiful prosthetics on. 
in that. She also has an acting studio in Dallas, I believe. I know it's Texas. I'm pretty sure it's Dallas called Actors Audition Studios. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that's her, her venture outside of the acting. And, oh, she had an episode of Tour of Duty. I remember seeing that just recently, like I said, within the year. And she did 13 Fanboy, which is now oh, on cool. Tubi, and I'm very excited mm -hmm. to finally watch it. Same. Also, Roseblood. Um, Amy Aspect plays Lana. Jesse, thoughts on Amy? Um, well, she was in a few of the movies that I liked growing up in the 90s. She was in Men in Tights. She was in The Mask. She was... Um, she was on uh, Wings, uh, the TV yes. show from the 90s, which I loved back in the day. Um, so she's been, a, been in a few things that I've really liked. Any thoughts on Amy, Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I love this lady. I mean, first thought is Robin Hood every time, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, for me, well, I mean, for me, she is was married to John Ritter. Right. Mm -hmm. So I all the John things Ritter. I know I miss John Ritter more than I, like other people. My heart always hurts when I think of John Ritter for some, cause like I miss him. There's something yes. about him that's very like missable. Mm. And it's I'm a like, very, oh, it's a very, very, of all the, of all, all the like the celebrity deaths, it was like, like the most tragic because it just came out of nowhere. It was just so, yeah. so sad. And it's probably one of the only celebrity deaths ever that I actually like cried. Like I had tears, real tears. And it was really bizarre. I'm like, I don't even know him, but I feel like I do. Aww. I know. Right? Oh, John. Here's yeah, to so John. Here's mm -hmm. to John. Man, this one's dedicated to John. So she did <laughs> my personal favorite, Dead Husbands. It was a movie of the week, and I loved it. Cute. It such a great cast. Guys, you would love it. It sounds exactly as bonkers as is the title. Also, they did an episode of The Cosby Show together, of course, Problem oh. Child, you know. Mm -hmm. So they had a few times working together and, you know, I love it. She also did the, the Lisa Zane, Brett Cullen episode of Diagnosis Murder, which is always makes me laugh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Pretty Woman. Mm -hmm. And again, just shoot me. But no, I love me some Amy Yazbeck so much. She's the best. Yeah, she's really great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Devin Vasquez plays, quote, the virgin. Now, we talked about her in society, mm -hmm. right? And I totally forgot. And Same. I have, I have a funny story, guys, because um, <laughs> so we talked about her in society, and I forgot to mention this then. But as I was deep cleaning my house, I found a bunch of stuff that I forgot I had. A, a stack of cookbooks was one of these things. She has a cookbook that I own called Cooking Cajun with Devin. <laughs> Wow. Oh, I love Cajun food, too. That's awesome. The recipes are so good. So, nice. I mean, it's so good. So, I have that. And I totally forgot to... I, it didn't even the click um, when we did Society. I forgot to say it. I'm like, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Any more thoughts on Devin, Jamie, or Jesse? Yeah, she's um, got a real small part in Citizen Toxie, so, you oh. know, got a little bit of trauma in her life. Uh, that's, that's like the last Toxie, Toxic Avenger movie. Oh, yeah. um, and then she's also in Can't Buy Me Love, which oh. is set in Tucson. I, wait, no, is it? Yes, I think it is. <laughs> we'll just have to rewatch it to find out. Good excuse to watch it. Exactly. So I had <laughs> to mention that one. Yeah. 
yeah, I don't personally have anything for her myself. I was looking over her um, her IMDb list, and like aside from, I might have seen her in an episode of uh, the 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 episode of Married with Children that she was in. I um, unfortunately didn't recognize her, and she didn't really have much of a role in this one, um, mm-hmm. like no speaking lines mm-hmm. or anything. Right. Yeah, she was just there, looking beautiful as always. <laughs> mm-hmm. Playboy Playmate, though, by the way, pretty sure. Okay. Believe that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Dwyer Brown played Clarence. Um, I mean, he was Hale in The Cutting Edge, so there's that. We did talk about him also in House because he was the lieutenant in House. Yep. Yep. Anything else for him, guys? That's what I yeah. had as House. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Ron Carroll plays, quote, the deputy. I notated the musical of the producers. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was also in House 1, is the uh, policeman. Also, he was in Friday the 13th, Part 1, as Sergeant Tierney. Okay. Yep. Nothing uh, else for him. Yeah. Right. I didn't have I any other ones. Mm-hmm. I only have two more. Um, Doug McHugh. Uh, I didn't write down what he played because I'm silly. But he was the first orderly in Candyman, and I just got to watch that one, so it's like fresh in my brain, so I know exactly who he is. Nice. And then Mitzi Capture plays Cowgirl, obviously at the costume party. Or <laughs> but um like she had quite a career after this too. So I wanted to mention her. You know, she did silk stockings, she did Baywatch, a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Cool. Nice little cast. Definitely. Okay. Cinematography. I've I've never seen anything like this before in my life. Our cinematographer in this one, Mac Alberg. He did House. He did Hell Night. He did Sideshow. We've talked about this guy. Reanimator. We've talked about this guy over and over again. Dolls. Damn. I mean, he's our he's our fan favorite here. Yeah, damn. He's got a good resume. He does. What are your guys' thoughts on our cinematography? I liked it. Um, as far as the way it was shot, I thought there were. I thought in the. I mean. To be fair, there's only a few real moments where, like, the cinematography had, like, an opportunity to really shine because this is not by, by far not an artsy movie. But mm-hmm. um, but in the opening in the opening scene with the um, with uh, the, the, the couple, the parent, Jesse's parents um, mm-hmm. that um, I never understood. Did anyone understand, by the way, why Jesse got like where Jesse like. The, the infant went to no. did they ever did they ever explain that because no i watched that multiple times like no. where is it who are these people and why are they giving the baby away like, <laughs> no. I, I thought i thought it was like he got raised in an orphanage and they just conveniently gave the baby away before they got killed i thought that was like like how orphanages worked or something i don't know mm-hmm. but anyway anyway i thought in that moment when they when uh the um slim appears in the uh, bedroom and kills him um i thought the shot with the um with like where he closes the door and you see a shadow and then he like turns around he's got the good silhouette i thought that that was a good like i was i had a legitimate like ooh, like it was it was a a a legitimate like fright that wasn't a just a jump scare um because it was shot very well with the um 
um, like you know that he's there, and they and then they give it to you still, and it still gives you the scare because um, you're not exactly sure what you're going to see, and that's I thought that was done very well. And then the only other um, we already talked about it with the reveal of the uh, face mask. I thought that was shot very well. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was a really good close up, and the fact that it was like. Like I was saying, like the way that they told you, like this is basically the pivot point of the movie was that it was an extreme close up. It's like, nope, gentle face behind. So good, good cinematography mm-hmm. for both of those. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, it's, it was well shot, but nothing standard really to stuff. report. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty standard stuff, but some little things that I liked. Um, I really loved all the shadow work in the beginning mm-hmm. scene, like you mentioned. It just looked really great. It looked cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. I really like the shot into the big hole in the wall. Like when they're going to go into the alternative universe or whatever, there's a nice like sh- just shot that has it all. Um, yes. and that was really nice. And then there was like a fun little POV through the jungle for a minute. And then it got all dinosaur-y. I like the POV through the jungle mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's almost a hallway, but not quite. Almost plant hallway. Mm-hmm. Right. Plant jungle hallway. hallway. <laughs> Can we um, call jungles plant hallways from now on, please? Yeah. That's what they are, basically. Okay. That's true. Good. Yeah, that's pretty much all I had. I didn't have too many notes on our cinematography on this one. Like Jesse and Jamie said, pretty standard. Okay. Special effects. Whoa, look at this technology. <laughs> Oh, that's stop motion jungle. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, that's stop motion plant hallway. <laughs> I, yeah, it was something. <laughs> that, um, I just snorted. <laughs> that is yeah. kind of the only note I really had on effects because there wasn't really like, a kill movie. So No, I mean, I will say that I... I did like the, like the character design for Slim. I thought he looked cool, yeah. you know? But uh, yeah, other than that, I just had ghoul hand from the grave, dinos question mark, baby pterodactyl question mark, dog a pillar question mark. Yeah. And then I said fog and monster man. And that's the name the that I called the nice. big guy. Um, the big guy with the little skirt. Um, yeah, I called him monster man uh, who it. comes and takes the skull. Um, so yeah, the fog that came in was nice. I don't know if special effect, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Also, uh, um, when, when, Jesse's getting um in, in when he's in the uh the jungle part and he's getting his ass kicked um by uh um oh my god my brain the 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 big guy with the with the onesie um in, in the in the jungle and me and the monster man. man was that was that the yeah the big wrestler guy um I just I know called him Monster about. Man. Monster I don't know Man. what his real name is. Okay, yeah, the only the guy, guy in the little the mini skirt, the guy in the mini skirt, the the guy who was like in the like he like he he stole the skull from the uh, mm-hmm. from the party. Yeah, okay, so we're talking about the same person. So um, I didn't call him. I I didn't know I didn't know how to name. I was, I was like wrestler guy, but anyway, he when he's beating him up, and then there was that like random giant prehistoric like rat thing that just <laughs> kills him like. All right. Like, I seriously, I saw that part. I was just like, are we going to explain this? No? Okay. Nope. Like, <laughs> Moving right along. All right, yeah. Like, it was just like no allusion to it. He didn't say anything about it afterwards. It's just, by the way, giant mole rat killing dude. But we got out of that problem. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> like... <laughs> Very land of the lost for a moment, you know, in this movie. Um, but yeah, like, no, the rat monster bullet. Yeah, the rat <laughs> right. monster definitely like 
I noticed it too, where it like happened, and then it's like, wait, wait, where did where did that come from? What was that? Right, we're just we're just not gonna like, okay, we're just, rat monster. <laughs> we're just not gonna talk about this, right? Just we're just gonna move on. <laughs> Let's just forget this ever happened and never talk about that monster. Well, and that's a monster. And and you know what? That's the only that's the problem that I had with the catapup is that is that like they don't like. This is a real thing. Like, just just at least mention <laughs> what it is. Like, don't pretend like this is something that everybody has seen before. Movie. Like, I I, I felt like robbed of like the explanation of what the fuck this plant dog caterpillar hybrid mutation is that has all the mannerisms of a dog, which is cute, but. What the fuck is that thing? Like that's all I want to know is what is and that I, thing? I loved, I love, love, love. They're like, oh, I want to keep him, and they're just all talking about like, like, like it's like a chihuahua. Yeah, <laughs> not just like they yanked this thing out of an alternative universe or whatever. Yeah. and they're in the yeah. house with dinosaurs yeah. and things that are dangerous, and they're just like, no, let's keep them. And it's like you gotta feed them and pick up after them, though. <laughs> yes, and it's like nobody's gonna talk about the fact that this is like a creature that obviously man has never seen before <laughs> that but no you know you have to take care of him though you gotta take him for walks you gotta be responsible and it's like i they i, I will say that the, i was gonna say the main the main cast of um of of, of the characters they have they are the most open-minded people i have like <laughs> ever met because they just oh yeah intermit interdimensional travel within my house no problem like that's cool <laughs> this happens oh, to everybody right? oh <laughs> di dinosaurs and cavemen in the stone age because that's how like gramps are like it's the stone age i just know this for a reason and we just go out like oh yeah all this stuff is like stone age and, and zombie zombie grandpa they got over the the so fact big. that I was gonna say they got over the fact that his that that his zombified <laughs> great grandmother like was just totally talking to him like they got over that quickly yeah. like just eh, everything's fine it's totally cool okay once you time once you pop once you have a beer with somebody and you know you like joyride a little bit tell a little story time I, I mean, love that that know. part too yeah that, that was. was... <laughs> I I do have one oh. I did have one I don't know when I don't know when I'm gonna. I guess I can bring it up now since we're talking about it. Um, I th th that scene when they're in the basement and he's talking about robbing a stagecoach and they have that long homage and everything, and then <laughs> suddenly there's a party upstairs. Like, <laughs> like I love, like I I, I saved this line because this wasn't one of, one of my like favorite lines, but I saved this line because I, I just for if if anybody listening to this has not seen this movie and they're just going off of what we're talking about for like the description of it. This is literally all you know about the fact that there is a party happening in this house where up until this point, there was no party or no talk about a party whatsoever. I invited some people over for Halloween. I forgot. That's it. Just my friend comes over unexpectedly and sometime in between his drunken appearance in his car and like the less than 24 hours he was there manages to call an entire mansion's worth of people for a party 
And they all just let themselves <laughs> in, set the whole party up themselves, bring all of the favors, bring all the booze and the music, and then they just fuck off out of there when the party's over. Like, okay. I, I'm saying they're the most open-minded people in the world. Like, I've never known of, like, like of a house <laughs> like that that works like that, where the party just comes and goes like like it's its own sentient being. Like, here's a here's a group of people. They're a party. They're yeah. going to arrive at your house, and then they're all going to leave at the same time. Like, that's just the world that we live in here, and I I no other words. <laughs> <laughs> um, any more talk of effects? <laughs> I got to see special that is kind of a special effect yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i thought i had one more i'm an idiot and didn't write it down as i've been trying to like think about it but i can't so if i remember it i'll bring it up later but yeah okay music another harry manfredini score Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm, the minute that the name flashed on the screen, I was like, that makes sense. Because like, yeah. when I heard it, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't reading the credits, but I figured because I heard I can hear you can hear a Harry Manfredini score a mile away. Mm. Right. Oh, yeah. It mm-hmm. all has a similar tone to it for the most mm-hmm. part. And um, I knew he did the first one, too. So I'm like, sounds like the first one, which I love, mm-hmm. you know, because that this movie has nothing to do with the first one. So that's our little tie-in to make me feel like, oh, it's a house movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I my, my main music note, though, I just said adventure score. Mm. <laughs> I was just going to say that I, I really like that it was, um, it, it like, his, his music is very, like, Tim Burton, but not, like, so in your face about it. Like, like Tim Burton mm-hmm. sounds... I'm sorry. Tim Burton is uh, like like um, uh, Danny Elfman, who I love to bits, but he his is a little bit more like uh, more um, energy, whereas Harry Manfredini has more of like it's more much more subtle. But yeah, to to your point, Summer, the um, you can recognize it from a mile away, and it was really cool. Sorry, to step and I on didn't re- I didn't realize that until Jesse way back in the olden days of the podcast when we recorded for um swamp thing oh yeah and i'm like this music i've heard it before heard it before i've heard it before and like it sounds like friday the 13th then i read the credits of course of course that's when i realized that he has a signature uh what, what are your thoughts jamie uh, well, you know, at times it had like a very playful, mysterious oh. kind of sound to it. I wrote party tunes boombox <laughs> at the party, I guess. Um, we just heard some of it. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then my favorite moment, of course, was hyperspace, which was our girl Lana's um, little song where she sang like a couple, oh, a couple yeah. sentences from it. I love it. It was the really song. cute. I did. And too. The dance it's called that goes yes. with it. <laughs> I have it written down on my dances, um, but yes, hyperspace. So I, that was my favorite music part. And then I just wrote cinematic swells. I don't know where that came from. And then mischievous hoedown music. I think it was when they were driving the car and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That We need to reenact one of the that dance. Like so that needs, cute. To, oh, God, that needs yeah. to be one of our video reenactments of dances of horror. Yeah. And I have to say, it's crazy because, you know, it's like the last movie we did brought dances too. Yep. Like there was like, yeah. And then this one had dances. And then 
we watched Halloween five, five, and that had my name, and then this one had Jesse's name. So I know. I was like, whoa. And both movies had two dance moments. This one had her dance moment and the party dancing, and then the other one had somebody was dancing down to the car and then party dancing. And I'm it's like, true. whoa. Yep. Weird. Yep. I love it. I love it. I Me love too. it. And I did think when I was doing the homework, you know, because the release date is going to be Halloween 5 and then this. So we have a Jamie movie and then we have a Jesse movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> back to back. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, then. Aging? I'm a 170-year-old fart. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> fitting. Mm-hmm. Very <laughs> fitting. I just wrote, ah, the 80s. <laughs> Pretty much says it all. Yeah. <laughs> Any more contributions, Jesse, for I that? Think, I think the, the hair and the clothing absolutely tells you when this movie was made. And yep. the music also, it's, look, it doesn't try My to be 80s. 80s. <laughs> it just is 80s. That's all. Yes. So. 100%. Okay. Twist. It's too late, Kruger. I know the secret now. Okay, I have some little twists here. I know you uh, would. I'm so excited. Again, I don't know if they all count as twists or just just parts of the plot. But yeah, I'm right. They go. count as a twist. <laughs> here we go. Jesse's grandpa was an outlaw. Gramps was buried with the skull that everybody wants. Ooh. Um, oh, giant man in short skirt takes the skull. <laughs> Um, I love it. Dinos. Alternative universe in there. Very twisty Uh, there. Yeah. (laughs) Slim killed Jesse's parents. Rude. Let's all go back. Let's all go live back in the old West days. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) That is my twist. I love it. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm saving it for story. Never mind. (laughs) I have nothing to add to that. Do you, Jesse? Uh, no, that's that's very well articulated. I don't want to step on that. So. <laughs> Thank you. Yay. <laughs> okay, pacing. What are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for? Okay, I love this movie, but thank God it wasn't any longer than it actually was. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Go I on, thought Jim. pacing was good. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't any parts that like super dragged on or anything like that. <clears throat> yeah, I was going to say like it's, uh, for as random as some of the parts were, it never dragged, and it pretty much didn't feel its length. So, yeah, I, I thought it was paced really well. Perfect. Yep. Agreed. All right. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> we are laughing. If there was ever a movie that that worked with, it's this one. <laughs> right. But again, we pretty much covered that this isn't supposed to be a scary movie, even mm-hmm. though it, it followed a scary movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, story? Tell us the story. What story? Yours. <sighs> I forgot what I was going to say earlier, but yeah. What do you guys think of our story? <laughs> Jamie? Jesse, take it away. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, give it to me, Jesse. Uh, I know you got things to say. All right. Uh, let me find my um, bullet Your list of notes on the story. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Um, I, I'm going to vamp a little bit here because I don't have I don't have this all written down, but basically... Uh, 
So in bullet point form, so the story is okay. essentially Jesse gets sent away to, I guess, an orphanage right before they were murdered that same night, um, the parents. Uh, then it takes him 25 years to inherit that same place that he just moves into, no process or explanation, figures out, figures out his entire lineage from looking at two old photographs with no captions written on them. Then his drunken friend, his girlfriend, <laughs> just crashed just crashed the house on apparently his birthday, and, and they're just now going to hang out with no explanation of why they're there, how they knew that he was now living in that new house that they just got to. <laughs> And then on the top of it, it happens to be Halloween, and Jesse's friend wanted to throw him a party and decided to invite half the neighborhood, even though we had no idea who these people are or where even they went. Even though we have no neighbors. Them. No yeah. neighbors or anything whatsoever. Oh, and by the way, his his great-great-grandfather is now a zombie, and the, the, the skull that we also freed is now also going to be part of the movie, where if we just left his dead body in the ground, none of this would be a problem whatsoever so that's basically the story in a nutshell and then throw in a u alternative universe just for fun's sake um there's dinosaurs you know and it's interesting because like the first movie when we we get some forest in the first house yeah. right yeah. but it's vietnam war it's like yep. such a different such a different like place that mm -hmm. the house kind of takes our different characters i guess mm -hmm. um so yeah, throw some dinosaurs into the mix, a giant <laughs> rat with no explanation, bring home a couple of pets. And again, my fa my favorite part is that at the end, they just say, you know what, fuck it. I think we just shot that guy outside, the police officers. Yeah. Um, let's just, yeah. Let's just go yeah. yeah, let's run away back into the alternative dimension instead of explaining that because we're probably wanted criminals now or something. Yeah. Let's go back to the Wild West days because that sounds like a really you delightful know, place to go back to. You know, Jamie, I because I stopped taking the notes after basically the part where I got like before the interdimensional travel and all the other stuff because like their allusion to the part where they have the house surrounded is like the deputy talking to the guy right before he uh, goes on a loudspeaker is like, oh yeah, we got a call he's been shooting up the whole neighborhood when did this happen right i thought that too i'm like wait what like, i know and it's like who called who, right who, who called the cops there's, a, and there's was, a whole party going on over there i don't know there was a party like, there. And then he they came in with like at force. all. I I yeah. I felt like the cops were in the wrong movie. Like they just came into the wrong movie. They're like, we're supposed to take this guy out. Like he's been shooting up the neighborhood. It's like, no, guys, he's not. He's not that's him. House Is over that, there. Yeah. Another movie. You want the last house on the left? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so that was too easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, the the Western ending of this, what? <laughs> anyway, that's what I had to say. Because yeah. who wants who wants modern conveniences like medicine and houses and, and cars? Um, I'd, I'd much rather get like dysentery or get like bit by a rattlesnake or get like I don't know whatever else I used you know you die from an organ trail. Eroxins <laughs> uh drowned in the river, so he died, and so it's like, yeah, let's go back to Wild West days. That sounds great. And, and I also love how, like, like the despite the fact that all that shit that has happened in the movie so far, like to Jesse and his, li you know, his life at a house, to 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 Gramps, and and just. The, the 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 um how slim is clearly the evil character, and then they have to throw in like like 
he killed your mom, pa. Like, well, that's convenient that, like, he's also the murderer of my parents, you know, because I didn't already have a reason to kill this guy, but now I totally have a reason to kill this guy because my parents were also the murder, like, murdered by the same guy, and it was just so, like, shoved in there. And I also yeah. love how Gramps apparently knew that wait was it gramps that was getting the baby maybe because like how did he know that his parents got killed by slim did slim tell him right. like right before he killed him <laughs> or something by the way <laughs> i killed your uh, i killed your daughter and son-in-law oh well that sucks you know but um anyway <laughs> i'm gonna tell that to my great-great-grandson if he so happens to exhume my body 70 years <laughs> later just in case i'm gonna i'm gonna store that in the old store bank store that vault. away yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I don't know where this belongs. It it doesn't really belong anywhere, but I want to mention it because it, it made me laugh every time it makes me laugh. Can we talk about that dinner table scene with the caterpuppy and the pterodactyl thing? And this is just normal, right? <laughs> I know. I know. I think the virgin was there too by this point. Yeah, everyone was there. Yeah, it was just a family family dinner. They, you are, know? they are open-minded AF in this movie. It's all safe. <laughs> like they are they are progressive out the ass. They are just like, look, you you you're from a different planet. We don't want or from a different dimension. You're about to be sacrificed by some kind of random Aztec natives that we Come barely trust. Come on over, hang out. I don't know if you're terrified by us. I don't know if you're going to kill us. I have no idea, but have some food. Here's a dog that looks like a plant, but I mean, like that's cool too. Is that 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 fine? So anyway, watch out for the pterodactyl. He bites a little bit. <laughs> By the way, how hard is it to get a crystal skull out of a baby bird's mouth? I mean, I'm not saying that it was, like, going to be easy, but he tried for, like, a good length of time, and he had that bird, like, like dead to rights <laughs> multiple times. Like, how weak are you, dude? Pull that skull out of his mouth, like, for crying out loud. I, like, you have the him in a chokehold. <laughs> the power is in his hair, Jesse, you know, so he can't do everything, Okay. He's not a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Just 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 use use your hair strength and just pull it pull it right out of his mouth. We'll be good. We got use this. Use your hair strength. Yeah. <laughs> use your hair strength. That's a good one. <laughs> so um harness your mullet. <laughs> harness the mullet, yes. Oh my god. Well, Jesse. there's our title. <laughs> Poof up front, party in the back. Square oh on top. Too many, too many to choose from. So Jesse did send me a voice clip of himself of his initial reactions of some of this movie. And it was along the lines of, Summer, what the fuck are you making me watch? Yep. <laughs> and he mentioned the Caterpup, was... and I'm like, you know, who doesn't love a Caterpup? It's not that I didn't like it. It's just that, like, what the fuck am I watching? That's basically why I paused it to tell you this. I ask that most of the time I'm watching a movie. <laughs> Yeah, Jamie's like, yeah, it's true. Uh, you know, I had the society reaction. What the fuck am I watching? Mm. Yep. Alrighty. Oh, oh, that's it. Okay. Um, overall movie rating. Ooh, okay. All of my stuff is so large. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it fits for this movie. <laughs> It does. <laughs> awesome. Okay, Jesse, you're the guest of honor, and your name is said to come out a gazillion times between the two characters. Um, what's your what's your rating? 
Well, I'm going to be fair and say that Charlie absolutely made this movie watchable. And he, um, and the fact that even though it was like, look, we're just having fun, I'm going to give it a five. So that's very fair. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty low score for me because I'm pretty much the opposite of summer where I usually rank things pretty high and it's hard for me to give a low score. So, yeah, this is probably the lowest I've ever rated in my movie. So, yeah, it's going to be a five on the strength of the, uh, on the strength of the, uh, Charlie's acting. So, yeah. Awesome. I mean, I, I give it a five too. actually. It follows it kind of in the middle for me. Um, you know, again, I don't have the nostalgia for this, but it's fun. You know, there's there's a lot of silliness going on. The hair is amazing. And, um, you know, it does kind of make me think of movies like um, like Labyrinth because Labyrinth has yeah. all these little characters in it. There's yeah. even like a little worm in yeah. the beginning before she goes into the labyrinth. And that kind of remind me of the Dogger Pillar, you know, just the way it was styled, the way it was created, the way it looked. So it reminds me of movies I had a lot of nostalgia for when mm-hmm. I was a kid, like those Labyrinth kind of dark crystal kind of movies, Jim mm-hmm. Henson stuff. I was just going to say, um, yeah, Jim Henson yeah, so without that, yeah, for that I really I, I really like it because I'm like a huge Jim Henson fan, so I really really like that part of it. Yeah, that's a, so that's a solid a... five. Maybe I'll throw in a dog a pillar. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good observation. I didn't I didn't even think that. Yeah, yeah that they um like liken it to Jim Henson puppets. Yeah, that's that's very that's a very good totally. uh, as far as with very the fragile rock, on it. very yes. very similar style. Yeah, uh, seriously. Yeah, um, and we all know. I mean. If you guys know me, I don't. I didn't watch cartoons very much as a kid, and I don't like them now. But I, for children's shows, I watch the puppet shows. Mm-hmm. You like okay. like the Fraggle Rock and all those Sesame Street, um, all the shows puppets. that that featured live actors with a combination of puppets or just puppets all over the place. Those were the children's shows that I watched over cartoons. So, yeah. So I definitely can appreciate that aspect of this. It made it more child friendly as well i think yeah too. definitely right so i'm right on board with you guys i do have nostalgia for this a little bit like 10 year old nostalgia not 30 year old nostalgia like i do with some movies but i'm going to give it you know a good like five and the crystal skull and maybe an aztec mask thrown in there too a little, like so five and a half probably um i like it i watch it a few times a year I liked it enough to choose this photo to get signed by Lar over um, a Friday the 13th photo, yeah. right? So I do like it a lot. What would make this movie better for me is I want more Amy and I want more Lar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that would make it much more strong for me if I had more of our two ladies that I adore in this movie. That's, that's what I miss. I, I would like to add that to my commentary as far as why it was a lower score because um, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, that, that both both of the female leads were very, like, underrepresented in this movie because mm-hmm. and they had mm-hmm. and they had somewhere so many places they could go. They never even explored the whole, like, mm-hmm. musical angle um, for for um, Lana, Lana, um, right? Like like well, after the Bill Mar scene where he makes the joke about um, about the Madonna, Madonna being the 80s. Madonna in the eighties. That's all you ever hear about the the music thing anymore, mm-hmm. and it's it's like yeah. that's very early in the movie, so that's that's too bad. But anyway, I wanted more Amy singing. I wanted more Amy dancing. I just did. Same. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. agreed. Yeah. 
So this is really what the movie was missing for me is I want more Laura. I want more Amy. I mean, but yeah, I wanted more. And then, I mean, I didn't even mention the other girl. Um, I forgot her character name. Um, the one oh, in the maid right. costume. Uh-huh. Yep. I totally mm-hmm. forgot to mention her. I Obviously, I don't recognize her from anything or she would have made my cast list. But um, I, I completely forgot her, too. So, yep. but yeah, I wish that we'd had more of our ladies in this for sure. Same. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I heard that Jamie has some taglines. Taglines. <laughs> and I am so excited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hold on to your uh, hold on to your hats on this one, folks, because there's seven taglines for oh this my. one. Um, hold on to your Aztec masks. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, don't don't uh, keep your eye on Gramps over there. Um, okay. <laughs> So there's the one that I've personally seen, which is the second story. That's the one I've seen. Mm -hmm. And then the next one is, it's getting weirder, doom with a view. (laughs) That's all one. (laughs) And then it's just doom with a view, which I kind of think I like the shortened version. It's kind of, you know, it's nice. A whole new house with all new owners. Frightening. Right, I know. This one might be my favorite just because it's so silly. Um, Frightening strikes twice. <laughs> like lightning and fright. And you see what they did there. I like it. I like it. That's my favorite so far. Mm-hmm. Come over to my house, but don't come alone. And then <laughs> it's getting weirder. Yes, I was Pat. hoping. <laughs> I was hoping that it's getting weirder was going to be its own because I was like, "That's the best one," and they don't have that one. Yep. I'm so glad. It's getting weirder so is by go. far the best one. Yes, I think frightening strikes twice is my favorite. That's and my favorite. Doom, Doom with a view is kind of cute too, but that frightening strikes twice. <laughs> yeah, frightening strikes. Twice. That's my favorite. <laughs> but it's getting weirder. Fact. Fact. Yep. Weird. Yep. You go, because you yep. gotta you gotta say it in that like defeated like way of like it's getting weirder. Like it's getting weirder. What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> oh the weird. Okay. Fun facts. That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! Alright. Um fun fact, I almost added this for my prop. I want that damn house. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty it's nice so, house. It's so pretty. It's act in reality. It is known as the uh, Stimson House. It was built in 1981 in L.A. and it belongs to Chicago finance, uh, financier um, Thomas Douglas Stimson. So it's a real thing, and obviously they they've used it a lot for filming. I've seen it before. Um, it's so pretty, and I want it. And how too. dare Kate call it a pit in the movie? Thank you. Thank you, pit. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote that yeah, down. I'm like, dude, dude, would you want to switch and live in my shitty ass studio apartment? Because I'll totally live in that house. <laughs> yep. Uh, but we're also, I mean, us being spooky people, imagine the parties. Oh, my God. Imagine the, the haunts. I mean, I, even mm-hmm. the, even if it wasn't haunted, imagine the stuff we could do with that home. Summer, I don't have to imagine a party. They showed me what a party would look like and and, and how we they would do just. better. And, well, right. Well, but but <laughs> the, this house just invite has its own parties that just kind of come and go as they please. It's kind of <laughs> great. just show up. Yeah. Spontaneous <laughs> parties. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here. Oh, to, 
I really want these, okay? To aid the promotion of the movie, a number of giveaway items were sent to theaters, and those included Crystal Skull, Nightlights, and Caterpuppy figurines. Oh, I want them. Okay, now we know. The official the official name is a Caterpuppy. Yep. I shortened it. Right. Caterpup. Caterpup. Yeah. Caterpuppy figurines. I want I want them. I need them. We need Me to too. find them. I could also I would also like this. Ethan Wiley apparently has, according to the internet, um, had a crystal skull made into his doorknob. Oh, nice. Oh, that's fun. I know, right? That's pretty badass, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's so badass. I hope that's true. Please let that be true. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, here's music. Several pieces of music in this were used in Friday Part 6. Okay. Okay. The previous year. So maybe that's why it sounded, it sounded like I heard it before. Because mm -hmm. uh, I did. Ethan Wiley only had two weeks to write the screenplay. Wow. And it yeah. kind of shows. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, oh, we already talked. This, this has nothing to do with House 1. And um, this was Mitzi Capture's debut. So, and like I said, she she went on to be pretty successful for a while. Uh, she had a moment that, you know, she was on everything. So, there's that. That's all I have for fun facts. Nice. Now it's time for shout outs. So, first we have to shout out our Patreons, John, Daryl, and Mike. And there was much rejoicing. <laughs> We love you guys. Yeah, we do. Okay, so I got to spend a set. I got to spend. Oh, it's late, y'all. I mean, mm -hmm. we've all been working all day, and we're all like, can't speak anymore. So um, I need to spend. I did it again. You got this, girl. <laughs> I need to send. There you go. There you go. A very special shout out to Mike, who just donated to my Facebook fundraiser for the Leukemia Lymphoma Foundation. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I mean, that's this is one of the main charities that I will uh, that I do support. Um, they do great work. Several of my friends are alive today because of the work they do have done Wonderful. over the past ten years, twenty years. Um, they are alive today. Charlie is one of them. So um, I saw this this fundraiser. You know, walk blah 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 and earn money for my great cause. I've always supported that foundation. Let's do it. And he just donated as we were recording. So Aww. nice. Yes, nice. very special shout out to Mike for that. The link will be in my Facebook bio if anyone else wants to kick in two, three, four bucks. No big deal. You know. Yeah. Awesome. Sure. Yeah. So um yeah, I just wanted to to shout him out because that was like I was like, oh and Christy, uh Jesse, our Christy donated too. Oh cool. Aww. Very nice. Yes. nice. She's like, I'm so proud of you, Summer. Like, the, the challenge is to walk X amount of steps in a day, like 10,000 steps in a day. I'm like, I do that. I do like twice that in a day. Easy. So that's not why I'm doing it. I already do that. <laughs> I'm just trying to raise some money for a good cause. I got the steps. That's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. Special thanks to Christy and Mike for that. And, of course, John and Daryl, we love you guys. And I love John. He's always messaging us thoughts on our episodes and i love it it's i look forward yeah. to his his thoughts definitely next we have to shout out artist clark so what are you an artist or something she's a rather good they're very good actually oh clark our clark doll we love him mm -hmm. the best the best uh 
Yeah. So I don't have anything else to say except he is, he is the best. He joined us not too long ago for our barn episode, and that was a lot of fun. And he finally, fun. and he finally got his damn outtake too. So he uh, did. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. Did you ever watch that video, Jesse? Oh, you know I haven't, but I'm I'm yeah. I'm going to. Um, I haven't like I, I haven't downloaded. I just haven't um, pulled up that yeah. section yet. <laughs> just pull up that section and watch it. <laughs> because <laughs> you gotta know you just gotta know i do want to okay. i do want to see like what caused it i also kind of was i was deliberately like avoiding it because i liked i loved listening to how much you, like it made you laugh and i i like the mystery of like not seeing it but i'm gonna i'll 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 reveal it you know I'll, or rather i'll watch it in a second just 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 to, but i just i love like not knowing what it was because it makes mm -hmm. it like even more bizarre in my head uh, like whatever he did, but um, mm -hmm. but yeah, that was a fun that was a that was a fun moment. Definitely check out the barn episode if you guys want to hear um, mm. Clark finally get his way after all the attempts that he had in the past and trying to trip me up when I do my little read at the end. <laughs> so. And I helped accidentally. Yeah, summer was basically <laughs> the only reason why I I uh, tripped because I. I very quote unquote wisely decided to cover up Clark's face once I saw that he was starting to like oh he's gonna do something so I just covered it up covered him up did not even account for the fact that Summer was going to be reacting the way that she did and I cannot resist somebody just dying laughing like off to the side so that just I'm dying laughing just thinking about it it was yeah, so good that was, that was just great that was good times okay and. Next, we have a resident author. I did it right this time. <laughs> David O'Hanlon. What's that book about? Oh, this is something special. Yeah. This was something special, wasn't it? It sure was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, David. David and his Babysitter Massacre books. We love you so much. You're you're the best. Seriously, mm. dude, you're the best. Yep. And, um... I mean, last but not least, we got a shout out. Jesse, our guest today. Woo. Whoop, whoop. Woo. You can give yourself some cheers and stuff. It's good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, here. You have Come on now. Yay. Right. Here we I, go. I can give myself the big UHF one. Hang on. I won't. <laughs> I won't do the whole thing. <laughs> wow. A little fool of yourself, aren't you? <laughs> That's why I stopped it early. Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I did that for that reason. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, thank you for coming to play, Jesse. Oh, absolutely. No, it's, it's it was good. I um I didn't really know like I had seen the first house and like I had not I had not seen this one before um recording so. I was like, whatever, sure, House is fine. I'm sure House 2 will be fine. And Summer was very excited because the main character's name is Jesse. And I'm like, hey, you know, all sounds great. I had no idea what I was in store for. So <laughs> so thank you for that very, very educational, like, experience of watching this movie. Like, whoo! But it was, no, it was, it was good. Like, it, I do that more, more for the, more for the ha-has. And I, I, I missed being a guest. It was, it's, um... Mm -hmm. It's it's fun when I get to do this uh, on the rare occasion, and so uh, yeah, I, I I miss doing this, and it's it's great to make these episodes. It's uh, great that we have these uh, awesome listeners to be able to mm -hmm. make these episodes for, and just a special thanks to all of you listeners out there for all of your tremendous support, and just to point out that all of our dolls of horror goodness can be found at the dolls of including episodes, interviews, and merchandise. Our online store is in the process of getting updated with some brand new items that we'll be revealing soon enough, which probably will be done by the time this episode airs. And 
just keep your eye out on the social medias. Speaking of which, you can follow us on the, uh, on Facebook and Instagram at the Dolls of Horror and Twitter at just Dolls of Horror. And if you prefer email or want to reach out and say hi, give some feedback or even some movie suggestions, you can at the Dolls of Horror at yahoo.com. And if you're willing and able to help support the show so that it can keep growing, please feel free to check out our Patreon page at the Dolls of Horror where you can access our entire back catalog where we'll have any of our unaired episodes um, able for you to be listened to at any given time. And in addition, you'll get a free Dolls of Horror t-shirt in the style of your choice, which you can check out on our website or simply follow the link in the description. Thank you, Jesse. You're quite welcome. Okay, so guys, I'm done. Are you done? I'm pretty much done. done, yes. <laughs> All right. So with that, I'm Summer. I'm Jamie. And I'm producer Jesse. And you have been listening to the Dolls of Horror. We will talk to you later. Bye. 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 This has been a presentation of the Dolls of Horror. New episodes are uploaded every week. If you'd like to reach out and say hello to the dolls, send them an email at thedollsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram, both at the Dolls of Horror or on Twitter at Dolls of Horror for bonus content. And if you really like the podcast and want to support them financially so that they can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. Follow the link in the description or go to patreon.com slash the Dolls of Horror for more information. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Can we um, call jungles plant hallways from now on, please? Yeah, that's what they are, basically. Okay, true. good. Okay, Laura Park Lincoln playing Kate, a lovely late leading lady here. What? Huh? A lovely late leading lady here. I'm not dead. What? I'm not dead. Oh shit. All right, I'm going to. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Hold on. Okay. Since, since we're cu- since we're cutting right now, um, Jamie, do you have any taglines that you want me to oh. do later? I can do taglines now. They're short. Awesome. I'm excited for your taglines. Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> All right, overall movie rating. Oh, I thought we were doing taglines. No, let's do movie rating first. <laughs> since we already started, but... Come on. Come on, Jesse. I'm hurry. I'm hurry. Give, I'm hurry. I'm give hurry. me the movie rating clink jingle thingamajigger. I want to know. I'm, I'm dying. Okay, <laughs> I'll give it to you. Give me two seconds. I have to. I, the problem is that I didn't save it, so it, it didn't save. So give me. We got some great outtake material on this one. <laughs> mm-hmm.